The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at HeftyRenew.com. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Betting Bananas with the ruthless L. Dawson, Ryan the Cornerman Quinn, and Dave Van Auken. What's up, guys? We did. I hit the right button, guys. The red light is on. We are live, live. Facebook, YouTube. It's going to be on every podcast platform tomorrow morning. Guys, we're like 50 hours away. UFC 285. Unbelievable. To my left, the heart of the show, Mr. PFL. Look at the hat. I'm loving it. Respect to the cornerman. Ryan Quinn. Ryan, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. These trucker hats, you really can't beat them. There's nothing There's nothing flashier than a PFL trucker hat, I'll tell you that much. Thanks for pointing that out. It. I love it. Uh, underneath the grid of the show, uh, nice little hoodie, little NFT hoodie, I think, right there. It's uh, Near Fall. Near Fall Wrestling. All right. Whoa, whoa. There we go, Miss L. Dawson. L, how are you? I'm doing great. Can't wait to get into this card. I, have I know. We're going to talk a lot about this card. Here. A lot about John Jones. We're not allowed to talk about Mandalorian just yet. No spoiler alerts. Yeah, out there, I haven't everyone. seen it, so don't, don't say know, nothing. No spoilers, but Very here good. we go. It's really good. It's really I'll good. I'll retire from the show if you say one spoiler. <laughs> there we go. All right, UFC 285. A lot to get into. Best bets, underdog, 3-5 parlays. You guys are killing it. Do we want to 30 seconds each? I love doing it. This past weekend, uh, the main event got canceled. Brandon All-In Allen, my guy, uh, even totally shocked myself, had a, an insane performance, won the main event. Uh, you guys did great, though. Underdogs, parlays, everything in, in uh, underway. Ryan, 30 seconds. Anything jump at you from last week? Uh, Tatiatosaurus, Mike Malott, anything jump at you? Just... Uh... Jordan Levitt knocking people out since when does that happen <laughs> that's that's the only thing that I could think of <laughs> yeah it's come on it's it, it's Jordan game bread love it isn't it like that's his yeah. thing yeah sure oh <laughs> sure. anything from you 30 seconds UFC Vegas 70 uh something I thought was interesting was uh did you guys see the women's straw weight rankings this week like we not. had uh so we had Jessica Andrade and Tatiana Suarez both recently fought at flyweight one wins, huh. one loses, and both move up in the straw weight rankings. Thought that was quite bizarre. Um, I just it, sometimes the rankings baffle me. Not that I don't think either of them deserve to be ranked at straw weight. Obviously, they do. It's just the I, I don't think that's the way it should work. <laughs> so I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, that's intriguing. Um, guys, I fall forward. <laughs> Fall forward. I always do, or we at Fight Finesse always do. L did last week. Hopefully, L is going to do it this week uh, ahead of us. We always do matchmaking Mondays. And I threw it out there. I think they should go right away. I think we should do it in May or June. 
Tatiana Soares versus uh, Zhang Wei Li. Just give her the title shot. Keep her healthy. Let's go. Like, let's see how high she can go. She's that dominant. Like, she's never shown any kind of, like, she's not that that woman. Like, she's not that champ. I would love to see that right away. But all right, we did it. Two minutes. UFC Vegas 70 were enough. UFC 285 is enough to unpack. John Jones is back. Sarah Gon John's ground and pound. Dean D. All right, we're getting into it. Relax, people. Relax. Um, huge card. I, I, I talked about it. Guys, I, we can go 10 minutes on Jalen Turner and Gamrot. Bo Nichols' debut. There's a lot of fights underneath the radar. Like, Ian Gary's not even talked about. He's an underrated, uh, undefeated prospect. Let's talk about it. John Jones, Cyril Gon, uh, heavyweight. Just real quick, a minute before we get into bets. Ryan, what jumps at you at John Jones returning um, to, to fight for the heavyweight championship? In Puerto Rico, we call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate every last ray of sun. Live Boricua. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I'm looking to see specific moves that he does. I was actually talking about this with Walt Harris last week. How um, I know John is known for his his spinning stuff and his his throws as far as wrestling. However, he's so good at just in a boxing stance. For those of you who don't think anything of this, you got to try it. It's really difficult to just grab your forearms and hold it, and then just start slicing with his elbows. Right, and it's crazy. And like, it's, I've never been able to do that. And I want to see him do that at heavyweight. If he could do that at heavyweight, that means he's got this crazy form strength. And especially if you see him for that, do that early, you're just going to see him slice him like wonder bread the rest of the fight. So that's really what I'm looking forward to seeing in John Jones. I'm also looking forward to seeing how heavy he could stay on top because uh, Cyril, you know, he got out wrestled by Nagano and I, I, I interesting, you know, and he, as far as wrestling, Nagano's not John. So yeah, there you go. Uh, by the way, I will pick up the name that you just dropped. Great podcast with Walt Harris. Uh, there you go, tournament. <laughs> L, 30 you. seconds. John Jones coming back. What's the big thing that you're looking for? Um, man, I, I just, I think there's a lot of questions. And I, okay. I think it's uh, it's very easy to overlook those questions just because it's John Jones. Like, I, I think, uh, and I'll, I'll get into it later. I know we'll, we'll break down the main yeah. event a ton. But um, people forget, like, John Jones is notoriously lazy. So when you have a guy who's already has that mindset and who gets away uh, with a lot of laziness just purely based off of his athleticism, um, I think a move up a weight class is bad for a guy like that. Because if you now no longer have to cut the weight and you're already notorious for not necessarily training super hard during your camps, I think that puts him in danger of, of, of you know, working even less hard during that camp. So I think that's actually interesting. Um, it's, it's so strange to see him at heavyweight, like to see his body composition and to see the right. changes. I I'll be honest. I expected him to look bigger. Me like too. I thought he'd look better at heavyweight than he does. 
Me too. Um, Al, that's why you get paid the big bucks. A phenomenal point by you. And I didn't want to say this. I said this on another show, so I'm just going to say it here as well. And I do not like being this person. You guys probably know this about me. John has has ever since uh, being popped and with USADA coming heavy in the UFC, he's oh, he's looked like a normal fighter. Let, let's just be honest. Like, he looked unbeatable. Slicing through Belfort, Machida, and Rampage, and Sugar, and, mm-hmm. and the first DC, and Ch- whatever. Like, literally the top 10 guys ever ran through him. USADA comes in full force, and then he just looked good. He didn't look like Mortal. the greatest of all time. So now it's been three years. I agree. Like, I thought he would, like, look just, like, massive. And he looks just bigger. Like, not a lot of – so, well, hey, it's insane. It, we will see literally 50 hours from now a lot to get into. John Jones, Cyril gone. But, okay, uh, let's see. Comment. Let's see. Gone wins. Woo! All right. Look at that. Let's see. Let's go with best bet on the board. L. Dawson, take it away. Start us off, my friend. My best bet, I'm going with my boy, Mateusz Gamrot. Man, I know it's short notice for Gamrot, but, wow. hey, I see the guy every day. Yep. Bro, I'm watching, I watched him wrestle with Johnny the other day, who is arguably one of the best wrestlers in the entire sport, and he's two weight classes above Gamrot. Man, that dude has one of the most incredible shots I have ever seen. Like, I don't know how he does it. But he he has incredible shot entries, and I don't like I don't think any of us forgot about the Matt Frivola fight with Jalen Turner. Yes, I'm sure he uh, he's been working on his wrestling, but there's there's working on your wrestling for most guys, and then there's working on your wrestling for Gamrot. And I just man, Gamrot's he's he's super safe. He's very defensive on the feet, so I think he'll be able to deal with the dangers of a guy like Jalen Turner because he is very dangerous. He's super long. It's very awkward, but I just think the wrestling is going to be too much for him. I think uh, to get some better value from that too, Mateusz by decision, I believe, was a plus 250. And I love that play. I love that. The dude does not get tired. He's always in shape, short notice, whatever. Gamrot's Gamrot. He does what he does every time. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. Gamrot is Gamrot. I like that. <laughs> uh, shout out Matt Taylor. Yes, we are live, so we will say your comments. Uh, Matt says, Shevchenko is the best bet. And Matt, real quick, one reason why we do best bet is Shevchenko might be more of a lock to win, but she's minus nine hundred. There's no money there. There's no way to. There's no way to really get a uh, juice. L just throw us Gamrot plus the decision is plus two fifty. That's a great play. Um, I'm really intrigued in that matchup. So that's why maybe we'll talk off air about it. Gamrot and Jalen Turner, I think it's phenomenal. I am a little worried about the short notice and everything, but. I hey, you know more than me about mixed martial arts, so I will take uh, you up on that Gamrot. Ryan Quinn, my man, the cornerman. What's your best bet? UFC uh, two eighty five. I'm doubling down with L. I was almost mad that you brought him up because I wanted to talk about what I've seen about him too. Uh, wow! I just uh, and I, and the fact like I didn't even care that it was short notice because I've seen like he towards the tail end of my training career is like the, that year is when he came in and he was there for everything. He's literally one of those dudes you had to send home. He was at 100 miles an hour at every practice. And um, I saw significant finishing losses in Jalen's record. And I was like, well, that means that there's chinks in the armor. And if you show one of those chinks to, to Mateus, lights out, it's over. Um, when I think of when I think of Gamrot, I think of a specific time when, you know, when he first came, like he was nuts. Like, like it was like, oh, dude, this guy, I don't want to train with him. He's a total spaz. And then I remember someone who was equally as nuts hit him with a spinning back kick and just gashed his his head open 
And I was like, oh my God, well, that sucks. Like he came down the next day from the dorms with his head all bandaged up, like freaking and like a Cyclops. And he was ready to train. And I was like, wow, this guy just does not turn it off for anything. And I think that short notice, he's like the the last fighter that I'm worried about with short notice in this game. I agree. And yeah, I, I can see that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if I if we see a finish, but I'm just going straight up winning Mateus. All right. Uh, I'm going to do dev- devil's advocate just real quick to both you guys. Uh, Jalen Turner, five wins in a row, five finishes in a row. And wasn't the last time we saw Gamrot, uh, he looked off or sluggish to Darush. Are you guys giving more credit to Benny and say, hey, Benny just had a great performance and beat him? And it looks like Gamrot, if I remember, won round one and was looking great. Then all of a sudden, just kind of like he didn't look gassed or something weird happened. He was just off. Or do we give or do you guys give the credit to Benny? And look, so you guys got fans on there. You got everyone saying Gamrot decision. Yeah. Uh, the the credit has to go to Benny there. Gamrot okay. is that good. And if we compare, like, I think the best guy Jalen Turner's fought to date is probably Vicente Luque, who he lost to, which I know that was a long time ago. But, like, yeah. the level of competition on, on Jalen's schedule compared to the last four of Gamrot's fights are not even close. Okay. So I, I don't think they're, like, 21 and 2, man. Like, that's a ridiculous record especially yeah, yeah, for yeah. like he's fought armin he's fought pute Ladze, like yeah. he's fought the best of the best uh yeah what? i'm gonna strength of schedule you know i say that a lot very important but i'm gonna i'm gonna i think this is a term i'm gonna angels advocate your devil's advocate and uh, i'm gonna say has he ever lost two in a row no and like he's clearly every every fight he's had win or lose he's leveled up Right. And um, I think that, you know, I, th- I think somebody like that, like sometimes these these losses to somebody who goes 100 miles an hour, that's the one thing that forces them to break it down to 50, 60 miles an hour and assess where they go- went wrong. Okay. And I think that that's what's going to even it's going to be an upgraded version of him come Saturday. All right. OK, I, I'm actually I'm going to be honest. I know. Hey, we are American top team guys. You guys are definitely in L all the time and I get it. I am actually, I'm going to be honest. I'm surprised that Gamrot was just both of you guys' best bet. I love it. This is why I love this show. Great conversation. All right, underdog plays. I know you guys are all in on the Jimmy Pickett, uh, Jamie Pickett train. I know Alexa Grasso. I know we're going plus 1,000, plus 600 guys, right? L. Dawson, what's your underdog play, UFC uh, 285? All right, I'm ready. I'm going to open the can of worms early, guys. Are you ready? Okay, so I, um, when the lines opened, for this card, they had it right, okay? And all the casual fans came in and they started throwing money on John Jones. And I think <laughs> that the bet uh, that the betting odds makers got cold feet because of it. I'm not saying I'd be shocked if Jones pulled this off, but if we really break this down, guys, like, let me get my notes. Hang on, let's get my notes. Yeah, um, note it up, note it up. <laughs> So we're looking at uh, over a three-year layoff. COVID didn't exist last time John Jones fought, guys. That's true. Crazy, crazy. And if we look at his last fight with Dominic Reyes, we're looking at a guy who is really good at blitzing in and out and staying safe, which is Cyril Gaon is the best in the world at. And he's, what, 35, 40 pounds heavier, and he's supposed to be that size. Like we're uh, we're talking about no longer having a height and a reach advantage, which has always been John Jones' greatest accents. I believe I think there's 
there's three like keys to Jones winning. I think that's his height and his reach, his explosiveness, and he always wins the last like 15 to 30 seconds of every round. I so think fight he's phenomenal IQ. at that. Would which, you give fight IQ? Yeah, good, very okay. good fight IQ. Okay. But with Gaunt, I think the physicality, the increased weight, and like not only is Gaunt going to be heavier than all of Jones's opponents beforehand, but Jones is also heavier. So is that speed still going to be there? Is that explosiveness still going to be there? I, I was thinking it would be till I saw it. And I was like, man, like, he, he doesn't look like a real heavyweight. Like, he doesn't. He, he kind of, he has the, the body of a 205er that's going up to heavyweight. And I, I was honestly surprised by that. I thought he would look a little bit more athletic. I, I thought he would look a little more athletic at heavyweight. And if he had, I, I might have gone the other way. But I, at plus 135, I think there's great value in gone as an underdog. Can Jones out-wrestle him? Absolutely, he can but is he going to is he going to be able to close the distance on a guy like Gon who's going to say super safe, make it super boring, and is very good at exactly what the two guys who most recently gave Jones trouble. Tiago Santos, Dominic Reyes, great at blitzing in, getting out, staying safe. Gone even better and way bigger and more technical. Wow. My boy Henry. Henry is Got on the Definitely held. I'm I'm shocked right now. Garon is the best bet. God is the underdog. Man, we this is good. This is good. I, uh, Ryan, let's go with your underdog first, or if you want to reply to what uh, L Dawson just did, because I do have something there. But Ryan, take yeah, it we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> okay. I have uh, Trevin Jones over Manny Garbrandt. Garbrandt. I uh, when Manny won the title, that was at the time. The most disciplined game plan I've ever seen. In Cody, a title Garbrandt. Fight. Cody Garbrandt. Cody Garbrandt. Sorry, Cody Garbrandt. I'm sorry, Cody Garbrandt. Manny. Sorry. Long <laughs> day. So when Cody won the belt, that was the most disciplined game plan I'd ever seen in in a five round fight. Still to this day, it is the second most disciplined I had ever seen a fighter. The second most disciplined to the game plan I've ever seen. However, that seems to be the only game plan that he's done. And in, and in turn, he's gotten figured out. And that's why he's losing. It's not even just his chin. It's because of that reason right there. Because he's he's just he, – he's he's not stepping outside his, his, his comfort zone with that stuff. Trevor Jones has some knockouts on his record I've seen. You know, he's, um, he's a little bit uh, – he's lost his last three. I saw that. But uh, I, I just feel like he's just a little bit more – he's got a little bit more to edge here. And I don't think that at this point Cody's like – He's not going to step outside his comfort zone. He's going to try and take the center, come forward, move his head, and land the power punches. And I think that Trevin is going to evade that, end up get, getting on top of him, and just coasting his way to a victory. That I 100% am with. I, I had Trevin. As soon as this fight was announced and I saw mm-hmm. the line, I love Trevin. I can't believe he's an underdog. To me, it is definitely the Cody Garbrandt's name that's getting the money. I, I love that bet, Ryan. All right, now let's get into this John Jones thing. Let's get into it. So I I love doing this. This is Cyril Gans. Uh, he's eleven and one. He's seven and one in the UFC. Let me just throw out some of the names that Cyril Gans has beat under in the UFC. Uh, Dante Mays uh, did not look that good last week. Tanner Bozer. Uh, no disrespect to Tanner Bozer, but it's Tanner Bozer. JDS on the way out. JDS six years ago. I would love to see that matchup. Yeah. Rosenstrike, who. No, same thing. No disrespect. He has a one way of winning. And Cyril Gunn is, I think, 
phenomenal on the feet. And that's a great matchup for him. Uh, Alexander Volkov. I think Alexander is the 12th best heavyweight in the world. Nothing wrong with it. Amazing. Hopefully he's going to make a million dollars, but he's the 12th best heavyweight in the world. Uh, Derek Lewis, same thing. No disrespect to D Lewis had a wonderful career. The last two years have not been good for Derek Lewis. A lot of weight getting older. There it goes. Uh, then he got out wrestled by the tremendous wrestler, Francis Nagano. Yes. I said that out loud. And then he just defeated Tai Tuivasa in a back-and-forth wacky war that was undisciplined and kind of wild. Uh, Gon was at home. And no, same thing to Tai Tuivasa. Love watching him. I will pay money to see him. Not the most technical fighter in the world. Like, to me, this is a horrific, horrible matchup for Cyril Gon. Like, everything that Cyril Gon is, I see weaknesses or holes. This is what John Jones is great at. Wrestling fight IQ, uh, just game planning, uh, man. I have two things. I have two things. Okay. One, Ty Tuivasa and John Jones are two entirely different fighters that you have yes. to fight two entirely different ways. Jones, mm. like, yes, Jones is far more technical, but there is still more danger fighting Ty Tuivasa in, in the firefight than there is fighting John Jones. More immediate danger. Obviously, there's the danger of getting taken down. But that flash KO is more likely to come from a weird, awkward overhand coming from Tai Tuivasa. As for Francis Ngannou, people disrespect his athleticism way too much. They're like, oh, well, he never wrestled before. He's not a good wrestler. That dude is pure athleticism. He is pure explosiveness. All he needed was one person to say, hey, this is how you double leg. And he's probably going to be able to double leg most people because he's, he's like a, it's, it's like getting hit by a Mack truck. That dude would have beat John Jones. I will stand. I know we're never going to get to see this fight, and I'm super sad about that. But there's not a doubt in my mind that I would have won some people some money on Francis Ngannou had that fight happened, because he's just bigger and more athletic, and he has that power. I, I don't think I don't think getting out wrestled by a guy that athletic is a negative, in my opinion. All right, and here's my last take, and I think you got, and I think both of you guys will immensely understand where I'm coming from because I think you two guys are just like me in this. When people always ask me, it's like, oh, you know, how did Fight Bananas get to you know this point four years ago to this point? It's like I say, I work hard, I love MMA, I love UFC, I love the people I deal with, I I, I love fights, and I'm I'm in it, and I talk about it, and I work on it, and blah 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 blah. Like, John Jones, hate him or love him inside the octagon, all that stuff. I do think he loves the MMA, the UFC, his legacy, the, the IQ fight. I really do think, and like we saw Embedded, and I know Embedded is a little insane. I do think he studies UFC and studies tape and has been watching this. Like, when you watch Cyril Gaon, and there's no disrespect to it, and everyone's different, and that's fine. I just like Cyril Gaon loves life and fights because that's what he does to make money. Like he doesn't love fighting. He doesn't love tape. He doesn't love grit. He doesn't love UFC like John Jones. And when it comes down to it, like in the, even that fight with Francis, when it's like everything was on the line, like everything was there in the fifth round winner takes all like Francis like dominated them. Like I didn't see that love, that grit, that passion, that, maybe a Grant Dawson has or a Max Holloway has or a John Jones. So um, when it comes down to it, if it's like a seesaw thing, I think Jones will be like, I love the UFC. I love MMA. I'm going to get the job done.
But his last two fights were seesaws, and I would have argued that both Tiago Santos and Dominic Reyes beat John Jones. He didn't want it then. No, but, I, uh, uh, that's a great point. Are you ready for this? We'll stop. We'll stop. I know, but the you're, the last both of those fights, round five, John won both round fives, and I think. He knew that maybe it was slipping and it was a seesaw. It could go either way. And he made sure he won round five. And I agree. I actually thought he lost to Dominic one, two, and three. But he did win round five. That is fair. I just, I do think, I think that the mystique is gone. I agree. Now that that he's been gone from the sport so long. And I think the mystique is what protected him in those past two fights. So I'm interested to see how it scored, honestly, more than anything. I love it. People are so into it. We have more comments we've never <laughs> had. Just just, back and forth. This Ryan, is just John like, Jones and God for next 30 minutes. All right. Three fight parlay. L Dawson, take it away, my friend. Okay. Where's my parlay? All right. So my parlay, I have Tabitha Ritchie by decision over Jessica Penne. Uh, Jessica Penne, like, I, I just think that there's a lot to be desired on the feet and on the ground. Uh, she doesn't have a lot of volume on the feet. There's not much danger there. I think her takedown defense is about 40%. I don't think Tabitha Ritchie will have any issues taking her down and controlling her. You um, want Tabitha to win or win by decision? I think win by decision. Okay. I think Jessica Penne will stall. I, I think that there's girls that try to not get finished. With a lot of female fighters, we really like to be on our backs. We really like that guard position because it feels safe for some weird reason, even though we're on our backs. Um, I've run into this in a lot of my fights where girls are they're willing. Female fighters a lot of times are more willing to stay on their backs. I think it's a lot harder to finish somebody who's accepting that guard position than it is to finish somebody who, you know, might be trying to get up. Um, so I, I think that she'll just control her for three rounds um, and sure. do some damage. Uh, then second leg, I have my best bet, but I'm just going with Mateusz to win. So if you don't like the decision, you can play the decision as a straight bet for the value and then throw uh, Gamera in to win in the parlay over Jalen Turner. Um, and then I'm also taking Cameron Simon uh, to win over Mana Martinez. Uh, I know he's new to the UFC. I was really, really impressed in his contender series. Uh, if I, I do think this is a big test for his uh, UFC debut. Mana's tough. Um, but I, I think his takedown defense has shown a lot of holes. Um, and as well as his get up and his ability to recover when he is taken down. And I think that Cameron is the more technical fighter on the feet. There we go. Richie win by decision. Gamrot to win. Uh, Simon to win. This is uh, one of the lower ones, but L, I like it a lot. We're at plus 260 on this three-fight parlay. Plus 260. There we go. Ryan Quinn, three-fight parlay, my man. Take it away. All right. First one, I have Bo Nickel winning in the under. I think that they gave him an opponent that could showcase how devastating his wrestling and his heavy hands are. I'm just not even getting into that. And then um, Duplessis, I, I have t- uh, Duplessis winning over Brunson by decision. Um, I just think that, you know, Derek's just slowing down. And I hate saying that, you know, I'm a real fan of Derek. Uh, and I, I think that uh, Duplessis showed that his wrestling is, he's working it. It's, he's working it really well. And I think that, you know, he might give up a takedown, but is is Derek going to do anything overly dangerous to him on the bottom? And I think that he works his stand-ups now. So I have that going decision. Now, I stayed quiet for a reason while you guys were going back and forth. <laughs> Because in my third leg of the parlay, I have John Jones winning over Cyril Gain, winning by decision. Um, L, I don't agree with you that it's such a different fight to train for than Tai Tuivasa because um, where you're worried about running in on Tai for his spinning back kicks and some spinning back elbows, 
John has that ability with spinning back elbows as well, where he can, he can catch you coming in on that. I think in order for Cyril to win this fight, that he has to make him fight in a telephone booth, which is just a little bit too difficult to do against the John Jones, who's pretty good in the clinch himself, not even the wrestling clinch. Um, I could see John opening up this fight, trying to launch some straight head kicks, lead head kicks, to stop Cyril from coming in, coming forward, because he knows that's what Cyril has to do. Um, because Cyril is left-handed, I don't see a jab. I don't. He's not going to be like out jabbing John right now. He's going to have to land those left hands to the body or throw those left hands to the body, which is going to lead to some strikes that not necessarily will knock him out, but will knock him off balance to set up other strikes. And then, of course, like we already mentioned with uh, the wrestling, and I think that by rounds four and five that John will wear on him as far as making himself feel heavy with the wrestling and the grappling, and John's going to point his way to a decision. I love that. Uh, nickel to win under uh, one and a half rounds. Duplessis to win decision, beating Derek Brunson. John Jones just to win. Parlays are ultra close. Ryan, uh, the quarterman, plus 240 on the three five parlay. Nickel, Duplessis, and Jones. Um, all right, guys. I know we we went 27 minutes. If you guys have three five minutes more, there's a couple. There's two big fights we have. Is that a banana fight. bet though? Is that a banana bet? Right, look, I was just I'll be honest. That. It can be if you guys yeah. want. I would yeah. not be surprised if Jones won. I think there is. More oh, getting cold feet. Gone. Getting cold feet. She's getting the cold bet, banana. Now, uh, yeah. I will take it. <laughs> L, you're taking the banana right, bet. If you guys want to bet, I will take you guys. This isn't my most confident bet of all time, but I will. I know, I know Ryan was really upset that he had to wear the hat, so. Oh, so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I will take this bet. <laughs> just, I, we'll get into Jones God in a second. So that is an f- official banana bet. We'll post that on Fight Bananas everywhere. All right, two fights real quick. Bo Nickel and Jamie Pickett. I Jokingly, and Ryan, thank you for putting them in the parlay just to mention it. Okay, <laughs> I, I just, I... I love your guys' takes on MMA. So let me just play devil's advocate real quick. Jamie Pickett, eight fights under the UFC banner, long, lean, uh, can throw punches, throw punches and bunches. Does he have any shot of connecting with Bo Nickel early and be like, Bo's like, whoa, what the hell is this, guys? Is there any shot? No, not a uh, chance. This is, this is like when Brock Lesnar fought uh, uh, the Texas Tornado. What's his name? He, uh, Heath Herring. Oh, yeah. This is like that yeah. kind of fight. This is, this is shooting fish in a barrel. Like, no disrespect to Jamie Pickett, but, like, he is a lamb brought to slaughter. Like, Bo has underrated boxing, and it doesn't matter. Because if he gets hurt, like, it, I, I, Jamie Pickett is not a huge flash KO guy. He's not. And, He's not. and even if he, like, stuns Bo Nickel, Bo can wrestle unconscious. And he can wrestle perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm serious. Like, there are wrestlers, you will see them practically get knocked out. And they're such good wrestlers that they can still stay in good position. And if he gets on top of Jamie Pickett, he cuts through him like butter. And let's just let's just be honest here, guys. This is the perfect matchup. The UFC has built a billion dollar uh, corporation industry, and we know why. Um, yeah, Bo Nickel versus Pickett is perfect. The other fight we haven't mentioned at all, and I I love this fight. It's a really underrated fight on the card. Uh, Jeff Neal, who had one of his best performances mm. ever six months ago. Fighting the undefeated Shavkat Rachmanov, like, were you guys on this Shavkat? Sixteen fights, sixteen finishes. Are we going easily with Shavkat, or does Jeff Neal has a chance to flash him and uh, get a TKO win against him? You'll go first, Ryan. No, you go for it. You got it. I, I just want to say I thought 
thought the odds were super disrespectful to Jeff Neal. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I agree. I man, I I don't disagree. I I would take Shopcott, but I was really shocked. Like, this is the guy who just do we do we forget what he just did to Vicente Lucan? Mm -hmm. like, just happened. Knife butter, like went through him. Yeah, I I was really surprised. I I think that I think that Shavkat is just I think he's the better grappler, and I think he's also good where Jeff Neal's good, and I think that's gonna be what what gets it done. But I yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Jeff Neal grinded him out. You know, stop stop some shots. What do you think, Ryan? I don't think it's going to be easy. I, I, when I first saw the odds, I thought I was like, I was like, am I, am I thinking of another Jeff Neal? Because <laughs> that's that's where right. I first saw the odds. Um, I don't think it's going to be easy. I mean, I still have Shafkat winning, but um, kind of like our banana bet, if if it goes the other way, I'm just going to be like, oh. <laughs> you know, like right. one of those because um, he's super tough, and you know that's some, like when you can go the distance and when you have, and then when you're dragging somebody down to your level that doesn't, hasn't gone the distance, you see the, the deer in the headlights a little bit and you, you, that experience kicks in. He might be able to steal around in that fashion. Right. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, we'll get into Dean's uh, question there in a second. Appreciate you guys uh, throwing in questions. Uh, let's just say maybe uh, I know a guy that put $10 on a Jeff Neal, Jamie Pickett, John Jones, three, five parlay. I'm just going to say that. I, I know a guy, you know. Um, all right. Great question here by Dean D. What about Gary and Song? Think Song could KO him or UFC set this up? Uh, if, I'm just going to throw this out real quick. I, I think I Ian Gary is the real deal. I think he's awesome. I, I think we're going to see him fight in the UFC for eight years. I will say this. As someone as a dad and someone who kids and stuff, like he has his kid a lot. Like, I don't know if you guys saw it today, all through media day, media day, taking pictures. He has the kid. And there's something about you guys can probably definitely, you know, double down on this. It's a fight day, a fight week. Like there's sometimes I, you know, there's kids and there's sometimes I want to watch a rated R movie by myself. Like, you know, there's just sometimes and moments. And I think these are one of these weeks. It's a little weird. I think it. I'm not saying he's soft. I, I'm just throwing it out there. I just think that it could happen. I. It's. I don't love seeing Ian Gary with his kid today. Is, is that wrong by me saying it? Am I off? I think it depends on the guy, man. Like, look at Max Holloway. Like, Rush is always with him, and it definitely didn't make him a bad fighter. You know, I. I, I think it just depends. I don't know. You know, like me, I was a fighter who definitely needed distractions during fight week, and maybe okay. his kid with him is the perfect distraction. So I I don't um it, it depends on the person it depends on the person okay. um if there's reasons why the child has to be with him all the time then obviously there's there's a lot more on the plate that's gonna play into his mentality but um you know but I'm not assuming anything neck in that fan I'm just trying to add to it but yeah I mean maybe he just he loves his his kid around as the distraction. Okay. Yeah. And uh, with that being said, I do have Aaron Gary winning that fight. I think he can win uh, standing up. I, I think he can win multiple different ways. So I have Ian Gary. I think we did it, guys. Bo Nickel, Trevin Giles. Um, I'm intrigued about Derek Brunson. I will say that I do like your Duplessis pick, Ryan. Derek Brunson at a plus 200 is not a bad dog to take a run with. No, uh, I agree. Another one. You ready for this one? One of my favorite bets on this card. We did not mention this fight. I think L will like this. I like Julian Marquez t winning via TKO. I think he's just that guy who can throw bombs. 
Last fight did not go his way against Gregory Rodriguez, RoboCop, and now everyone's shitting on him. Julian's got hands and has been on a you know nice little run in the UFC. I like that as well. And uh, yeah, I think we did it. Jessica Penne, um, uh, Farid Basarat, minus 450, great fighter. Odds are a little high at that minus 450. And there we go. And uh, John Jones is an absolute lock to ragdoll Sarah Goff for 25 minutes if he wants to. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Ryan, anything else, my man? I think we did it. That was one of our best ones yet. This is going to be, this is such a fun card. I'm really looking forward to it. I got nothing else to say. Uh, L. Dawson, anything else uh, you want to say there? No, no, I've I've committed at this point. Um, one of us will be wearing yellow next time you see us, guys. There we go. All right, we should guys. do. We should do like. <laughs> we should do a preview like after the fight of whoever loses with the picture of the person in a story with the banana hat on and that song they call me mellow yellow. <laughs> I love how he thought about it this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think I, I, 34 minutes. We we all have Valentina Shevchenko to win anyway. By any way she wants. Do we? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. There we go. And then all Aaron right. Blanchfield to beat her later. Wow, I talked about that today with Jillian Roberts. Actually, it's uh, dude, they already had that fight booked. I already saw the fight poster leaking. Uh, Aaron Blanchfield, Valentina Shevchenko, July 5th, I believe is the date. Uh, Dean D, thanks guys, great stream. No, thank you, Dean. Appreciate thank it. You. Ask- questions you want we will definitely answer we are the people's betting podcast all right guys l dawson uh ryan quinn i'm dave van alken make sure go home this week watch mandalorian episode one then go watch ant-man three with the family then saturday night ufc 285 go check the Cornerman's youtube channel he's going to be mm-hmm. doing some commentary some just fun stuff check him out there sunday check out uh l dawson you're gonna do it on the nfts on twitter space uh, yes, yeah, so on Immortals Fight Club's uh, Twitter on Sunday morning at 10 a.m., we are going to do a little post-fight show. So I'll be joined by maybe some Bananas people, maybe some Immortals people, and yeah, it'll be a good time. There we go. Fight and Bananas. We just promote everyone. That's all we do. For, for those of you in South Florida and L, I was going to text you and grant this. There is a comic book convention in Sunrise. You can see me there if you're going to be there on Saturday. I'll be there during the day. All there right. Sunrise, dude, I, I might make the drive myself. I'm, I'm a big comic guy. All right, guys, you show. Also, by the way, please, please, please subscribe. Go to the MMAshark.com, subscribe, sign up. Uh, I think he's going to have a big, big time uh, Saturday. This month of March is absolutely bananas, guys. We got Marab and Peter Yan coming up. We got Edwards and Usman and Fazeev and Gaethje. We got uh, San Antonio. We got Cheeto Vera and Corey Sanhagen. And that's just to name a few. That's just the big fight. So a lot of action. Go to the MMAshark.com. Go win some money. All right, we're done. We did 37 minutes. We gave you enough. Guys, this was free. We're done. We're out of here. See you guys later. <laughs>